The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? It's Friday. It is Friday, T-G-I-F. <laughs> yes. Although you'll hear this on Saturday. Yes. But it's Friday for us. It's Friday. Yeah. And what better than a dry martini? Oh. Just... To wrap you up know, the week. Our, we named it affectionately when we were first starting this podcast and we made this drink. We called it the anti-COVID right. cocktail. Right. It really is. It's like we're still in COVID this far afterwards, a year Amazing. and a half later, and we're I, having I think, a martini. I think this is our podcast's national drink. This is a number one. This won the first mm-hmm. hundred, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, that's beautiful. So what did you have in there? Oh, my goodness. So you, this time I used Tanqueray. Okay. So this is a hefty one. Good. So you have three ounces of tangeray and three quarters of an ounce of vermouth. Yep. And two shakes of orange bitters. It's perfect. And it's nice and cold. And you stir it. And it's cold. Yeah. Yeah. You keep the glasses cold? I keep the glasses cold. And, you know, I used to bastardize my martinis, even my gin. I know people said, don't bruise your gin. And I used to shake them because I I always thought they got colder when I shook them. Yeah. But yes, over time I started to notice, yes, I have a lot of ice chips in there. Yeah. I didn't know if I liked them or not, but I was like, it kind of waters down the martini. It does, yeah. I think our tastes have got more discerning. Mm-hmm. And so now I really recognize, like there is a sweet spot with Manhattans and martinis, any of these drinks that are served martini style. Yeah. I often will just stir them and it's like, there really is 60 turns of the long spoon. Yeah. Of my turns, I guess. Yeah. I won't say 60 seconds. It's 60 turns of the long spoon the way I do it. And it comes out perfect. Yeah, it's cold. Great. It's perfect. It stays cold the whole time we drink it. Yeah. I want to talk about the correct way to stir a drink. Yes. Because if you get one of those bar spoons, yes. it's a twirled spoon. The, the stem of it is twirled. Yes. It's twisted. On purpose. Yeah. And the idea of how to use that is you roll the twist in your fingers to keep yep. the cup of the spoon in the, the middle. Yes. So that you're not bumping the ice chips around. You're not knocking them around. Right. You're just basically moving the fluid around the ice. Right. So the spoon is like a cup, yeah. cupping action. I always slide it down the edge of the mixer tin. Mm-hmm. So I keep it there and then I bring it, the spindle, yeah. towards the middle. And then I start turning. Now I'm using wrist action, then yeah. a turn. 
as well as my fingers have gotten really adept at the spinning. Yeah. And so that spoon is spinning down there. Absolutely. And because I feel it was full of ice, but after I get to about 15 seconds of stirring, all the ice is off the bottom now because it's already melted. Yeah. And now you've got the ice on top and it, and the spoon's not even touching it. It's just literally just spinning, 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 yes. and, the, and the ice is going in a circle. You make a perfect cold drink. It's beautiful. I'm amazed how cold it is because mm. I think it stays colder longer than the shaking. Yeah. I really well, I do. think shaking's wrong for martinis. This is perfect. This was absolutely perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah. Want to talk a little bit mm-hmm. about what's happening for us tomorrow, which will be the day oh, on the no, pod. Oh, I do, I do. So we've been together three years, just about. Mm-hmm. And... We have had the experience over the last three years of just having like incredible time together, sex and connection, connection and relatedness. And relatedness and yeah. All of definitely. it. It's been so great. We had a little bit of a breakdown this week. We did. Yeah, we'll talk about that in another pod. And but we got through it. Oh yeah. And one of the outcomes of the breakdown, because we believe breakdowns lead to breakthroughs. Totally. Is we're gonna have a coloring ceremony tomorrow. We're gonna recolor our relationship. I think it's exciting. And it's very exciting. So yeah. that's what's gonna happen. So I'm excited. We're I'm excited. we're putting a, a flag on the mountain in the dirt to say this is what's happening. Yeah, and it's just such mm-hmm. a it's a powerful thing because it's it's amazingly how different coloring is and our commitment to our dynamic is compared to what our previous experiences of long-term relationships were. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm not saying three years is long, but you and I both have said three years together has seemed like it's flashed by yet. Also, I know you, and I do know this for a fact, know you more than I ever knew my, my ex who I've been with for 30 years. Right. And we've only been together 10% of the time. Exactly. We keep talking right. about that. And so we just, choose what we need because we're creating this dynamic newly every single day yeah and it's ours to create there's no rules like our old relationships were constructed based on society rules you know family rules what control yeah a lot of things that are outside of us right and you just kind of go like lemming along and just follow the rules okay this is what you do and so like in a typical situation let's just say marriage is the the thing people will like oh the there's those anniversaries that are white linen and gold and silver and all those right all these things those are all constructed well truly most of those are constructed by companies to a make hallmark, money right. yeah homework but <laughs> society has latched on to those things and a lot of other cultures have things that are bound to their faith well i mean if you're honest a marriage the way it's practiced is a very kinky experience yeah, it right? is, isn't it it's a role play you put the bride in this white gown yeah she pretends to be a virgin mm-hmm. you present her to be owned by her husband mm-hmm. you know there's a ritual in the church and then you have this societal imposed tradition mm. of celebrating it with a different thing to purchase, whether it's... It's always it's, something, it's something like that, right? right? To yeah. prove. Yeah. It's a proving and it's a looking good thing. But what's so great is our original collaring yeah. wasn't any of that construct. No. We did it for what worked for where we were in our yeah. place. And it was very private and very beautiful and yeah. super impactful and meaningful. Mm-hmm. And then we had this breakdown and you know we really hung in through that period of pain and you know disrupt and not i'd like to say about that we got complete with it that's what i mean that's what i'm trying to get to is that we got complete and then we decided 
because new actions lead to unexpected outcomes. Right. And we're in the middle of this transformation kind of moment. Right. And how do we experience it and how do we want to frame it or move forward from it, right? Right. You just came up with this idea. And what's so great is I know it's so, so simple to just say you can come up with this idea, but largely people don't do that. Right. And, and then if they do, they don't act on it. Right. And we're just going to act on it. Right. And it's powerful. It's super. It's going to be awesome because when we had a coloring ceremony in the past, mm -hmm. we came to that from a place of not really knowing what it would be like to be colored. No. We came at it from a place of talking about being called. Right. And we had been together about a year. Yep. And we felt like that was the logical next step for us to do. Sure. Yeah. Right. And we, we did it and it was great. And we've experienced that with each other through the course of, you know, the last couple of years. What happens now is we come to that same conversation again, mm -hmm. but this time we bring a completely different frame of reference. A whole different context. <laughs> completely different frame of reference, right? Don't we you have, think? Totally. We have three years now together. Our sex is a transformational experience of energy. Yep. It's happening in a profoundly impactful way to us continuously. Mm -hmm. And now we're choosing this next phase of our life together mm -hmm. in a very deliberate way. Very based intentional. On, very intentional based on knowing yes. the experience and what it is that we want. And, you know, we'll get into this in a different pod, but the idea that I think is so powerful in this is like the knowingness yeah. that you're talking about. We have that in mind mm -hmm. and we are moving forward, right? Yeah. And it is reaffirming, at least on my side, for me, the way I express my love through action yeah. and my beingness in that, yeah. cool. which is huge, it's very cool. hugely powerful. I'm excited about tomorrow. Me too. Me yeah. too. Me too. And it wouldn't be appropriate to stop this conversation without saying that I love you. I love you too. I love you. <laughs> Chapter 33. Yeah, here we go. Eric is back. Yeah. In this chapter, you learn that art is in the eye of the beholder. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amy's so gracious. But, you know, it is really. And Eric is in love with this Hearst painting. And she goes and, like, unwraps it with these kid gloves and just, careful. like, yeah. careful. And, of course, it's it's worth a lot. And and then Amy sees it. It was She's underwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's underwhelmed. underwhelmed. <laughs> she's like, I expected something bigger and with more, more butterflies. <laughs> yeah, so not really a lot to report about this chapter. It's really the transition completely out of Erica's life. Right. And, you know, she's putting on her coat and her suitcase has gone on and she's off with Rafa. I thought the most revealing thing about it was she talks about how Rafa is, quote, normal, close quote. Yeah. In the context of sexuality, there's no such thing. Right. But he's not kinky. She, she probably in the way. needs vanilla. She probably needs vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she is okay with that. That's what she wants yeah, right now. Wrong. At least yeah. right now. And who knows? And she's moving out of Erica's place. And Erica, you know, kind of leaves the door open for her if she ever wants to return. Sure. And, and Amy's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Catherine's been put to bed, basically. Right. But, you know, it leaves that door open for possibility. Yeah. So that's interesting in itself. Yeah. And it's getting close to the conclusion, right? So yeah. the chapter of her in the dungeon is 
closed. Yeah. There's still some loose Financial ends. Stuff, yeah. Well, there's loose ends, right? Yeah. So, so the billionaire Dan's a loose end. Yeah. Unresolved. Yeah. Sending her flowers and what have you, and she she's not responding. Her. She mm-hmm. has no idea if though it could be just be automatic thing. Could happening. be the salacious story with John and <laughs> that whole thing is the financial. We got nothing on that in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Her relationship with Rafa is ongoing. unresolved, ongoing. So there's there's a lot of movement in different areas. We don't get a lot of insight in this particular. You know, it sounds like chapter. she's having her apartment renovated to her choosing, right? Based on the money she received, and mm. so that's interesting to see how she establishes herself. Yeah. Okay. So that's chapter thirty three, and then there's just a few more chapters. I know. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers!